Welcome to the Grow Through International Expansion podcast. I'm Oliver Dowson. Let me be your guide as to how businesses, all kinds of businesses, small and large, can grow, solve their business problems, increase their profits, and grow their value. In these podcasts, we talk to all sorts of interesting people that bring their skills, experience, and insights to all aspects of international expansion. I hope you like these podcasts. If you do, subscribe and keep listening every week. We love comments too. And do share and tell others and check out our resources on our growinternational.org website. In another recent podcast, we talked about why businesses expand to the United States. But it's a huge country with 50 states and they're all different, not just geographically, but in terms of laws, culture, and just generally doing business. So where do you go? Well, that depends on why you're setting up in the States, what sort of business you're in, and what markets you're trying to reach. The other week, I met up with Joe Anwell. He's a consultant promoting one state, Southern Virginia. And in our conversation, later in this podcast, he explained to me that it's advantages and the businesses it should appeal to. In fact, whatever your business, and even if Southern Virginia is not the right destination for you, I think you'll find Joe's commentary really interesting and helpful. To introduce Joe, since 2013, he's been working to support UK and EU firms expanding to Virginia. He's worked closely with Rolls-Royce North America. He's helped a dozen firms establish companies in the US. And most recently, Joe's been helping international companies make the engineering and tech-centric location of Southern Virginia, their operational base in the USA. And before my conversation with Joe, let me remind you that you can find not only the transcript, but lots of other useful information and links on the growinternational.org website, where you can also find all our other podcasts, videos, and articles. And now, my conversation with Joe Anwell. I'm with Joe Anwell who's an FDI consultant with Invest Southern Virginia. Tell us why businesses should be so interested in Southern Virginia, Joe. Well, thanks, Oliver. Um, Virginia's an interesting place. Um, Of course, it's in the United States, which is the most sophisticated uh, large country on earth. Can you give us a quick geographic hit point? Because many listeners (laughs) might not know where Virginia is. So halfway... Half, uh, we call it mid-Atlantic. That's not for an English year. Halfway across the Atlantic, but it is indeed halfway between. Be very wet. It would be wet. Halfway between New England or or Boston and New York and and Florida. About about halfway between New York City and Jacksonville, the very north part of Florida. That's okay. Virginia. There. Um, another geographic check is Washington D.C., which is the capital of the United States, uh, is right in the northern co- corner of Virginia. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Um, yeah, as, uh, so, as we were saying, Virginia's a very sophisticated state. Um, it sits at the heart of uh, U.S. governance, where the, where the White House is. It sits at the heart of the U.S. defense sector, uh, the Pentagon being in northern Virginia. Um, other defense installations like NASA Langley and uh, Norfolk Naval Base, the largest naval base on the, on the East Coast, uh, sit within our state. So there is no greater concentration of defense contracting and defense manufacturing anywhere in the world than Northern Virginia, which, really? which relates to the Pentagon. You know, the, the Pentagon yeah, sure. uh, spends um, uh, seven, sorry, $517 billion a year on... Uh, Gee. Uh, so, you know, it, it's a good place That's to be. It's a huge if you're, amount. If you're interested in uh, defence spending, it's a good, a good place to be. So, so are they mostly defence companies that are attracted there, or...? The, the, the companies that 
So my, my role is to, to help UK and EU companies um, open uh, manufacturing facilities in the southern part of Virginia. The companies that we most successfully help are aerospace related, defense related, advanced manufacturing related. So aerospace, defense, oil and gas, uh, automotive, in, in the metals and materials sector. Okay, and I guess there's a reasonably sophisticated and well-trained workforce for that. I mean, there are various things that, that lead companies to locate in Virginia. The single most important is, and this will be a big claim and uh, I can back it up, it, it, it is the world's greatest advanced manufacturing workforce. So that part of that comes from training. The investment that a relatively wealthy state has made in uh, training its young people is, is phenomenal. Um, I go to, I've been lucky enough to go to high schools to see 14-year-old kids uh, learning to operate four and five axis machines. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to go to community colleges, which are a bit like our old polytechnics. Right. Um, they provide facilities and training that outclasses a number of our universities. Um, and there are an, a, a number of super high um, quality advanced training institutes for graduate level people that produce some of the finest um, engineering technicians on earth. That's really impressive, but doesn't that make it a very expensive place to do business? It's interesting. Um, the northern part of Virginia is as expensive pretty much as anywhere in the US. The southern part of Virginia, which I, I represent and, and help, um, it, the, the, the technology and the training and the quality of people remains, but the price is reduced. Uh, and that price is reduced because there's a lot of space, um, land, for example, for the right manufacturing company will will give them free land to come and establish. Oh, really? Um, well, I mean, yeah. Just just compare that. The second best place on earth to manufacture uh, is northern northern England. Um, the metals industry in the metals industry. Right. So, if you if you compare and contrast northern England to Virginia, um, you can pay between quarter of a million and a million pounds per acre uh, for a, for an acre of industrial real estate in the UK. In Virginia. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to you. You have no shortage of that. So all of these costs... That's impressive. All, all of these cost reductions lead to about an 18% below the US national average of doing business that we offer to incoming companies. So, so com compare and contrast that to other places that have previously had manufacturing. Uh, Florida is not, would not be a bad place to put a manufacturing company, but it's a 20% above the national average cost of doing business there. California, which has traditionally been a advanced manufacturing and aerospace um, location for businesses, is 40% above the national average. It would take a very brave business leader to choose that 60% delta. Um, so, Absolutely. so th that is the fundamental reason why the southeastern United States is becoming the hub for advanced manufacturing. So I, I represent Virginia, which, of course, I will tell you is the best state. But to, to be, you would say that, wouldn't you? As they say, <laughs> but, but the, you, 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 <laughs> there is no bad decision to be made in the southern United States, in the southeastern United States. Northern right. Florida, a little bit more expensive, but yes, high technology, good state to be. North and South Carolina, excellent locations for potential manufacturing businesses, um, and 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 Virginia, and that, that is that is seen by a migration of uh, manufacturing in the U.S. and in from the and from the rest of the world in foreign direct investment into the southern United States. So you've seen Rolls-Royce site its largest non-UK okay. new build in Virginia. Uh, Boeing have closed factories in California and moved them to South Carolina. Um, well, Boeing were a hair's breadth away from closing all of their machine shops in Seattle because of cost and over-unionization. Over yeah, and, uh, 
it, it literally went down to a single vote with, with, with the union, so a hair's breadth. Right. And possibly most telling, Aviation Week moved its annual conference from Seattle to Charlotte, North Carolina. So the southeast United States has become a, an, the unquestionably the location of choice for advanced manufacturing companies. You mentioned Rolls-Royce, which is of course a huge company. Um, is it other attractions for smaller companies as well? Yeah, very much so. And uh, that's a really interesting question. Um, in terms of the macro outlook, we are currently at a very interesting historical crossroads in advanced manufacturing. Um, since the crash of 2008, there has been a historic underinvestment by OEMs like Rolls-Royce and Boeing. At the same time, there's been a historic increase in demand for their products. As example, you mentioned Rolls-Royce. Um, in the next 10 years, Rolls-Royce have to build more jet engines than they have collectively flying today. So, is that really true? It's really true. So, on top, so there is a, a tsunami of demand for uh, aviation products because of the lack of investment, um, because of the age, aging out of the workforce. In, in manufacturing in the US, and it depends how you include manufacturing, but generally in our industry manufacturing, metals and materials based, the average age of a shop floor worker is 52. What that means is in the next 10 years, you're going to lose almost half of your workforce. Now, how are you going to replace it? This takes me back to your question, Oliver, about uh, training. Um, most of the training centers I've been to all over the world, I've been lucky enough to do this job in the Far East, Middle East, Europe, UK, and all over the US. Most of the training centers I go in are filled with machines that have been donated by generous businesses that they no longer need. So right. you have a training center that has machines that are worn out. Um, old equipment. And it, that looks something like a cat threw up. Right. And you're expecting young people to go into these facilities and for them and for their parents to be inspired about a career in manufacturing. So, so globally, there's been a huge dearth of uh, a mani a, a people in manufacturing. So what we offer is that cost 18% below the national average, a, a world-class workforce, which I've talked about. And to answer your question in a very long way, a, a demand that cannot be filled by the OEMs, so they are going to be forced to put work towards their supply chain. So, so now is the time for um, global advanced manufacturing companies to take advantage of this historic uh, demand in manufacturing. I hope you enjoyed listening to this conversation and this podcast. I really welcome your comments and also suggestions for future conversations. We post new content every week, so please do click on the subscribe button and follow this, the Growth Through International Expansion podcast. You can also find the transcript, other articles, and detailed resources relating to this episode on our website, growinternational.org. There, you can also join as a member for future updates and find all our other articles, videos, and podcasts, and benefit from other features, including free consultations and independent online advice. Again, that's www.growinternational.org. Until next time, this is Oliver Dowson, wishing you success and reminding you that international expansion may be easier than you may think. Mm -hmm.